I'm here, you're here, and we are ready. Thanks for tuning in today. This is Z. And this is Amy. And you're listening to Curse Words and Crayons Presents True Crime. And we are gathered here to talk about the death, well, the murder, of Rebecca Zahau. So let's just go ahead and get right down into it. And Amy's starting us off today. All right. So Rebecca Zahau was a Burmese immigrant, and she was one of six children. She was born in a small town in Myanmar, which was actually formerly known as Burma. She spoke multiple languages. She lived a lot of different places. She traveled around a lot. and She worked as an ophthalmic technician until 2010 when she met Jonah Shacknai. She had a lot of other interests outside of her jobs. She was a model. She did a lot of other things. She was a health nut. So she was really dedicated to her faith. So there was a lot of things about her other than just her job. Quick question. What kind of technician is that? That sounds like something for the eyeballs. Is the it? Eyeballs. Yes. Okay. See, I yes. was like, that that sounded like optometry, and I know right, that, but but not. It's different. An ophthalmologist is different. Yes, but okay. But I just feel very smart and justified, um, <laughs> knowing that I was correct in the fact that it it does have to deal with the eye bizzles. It is. So she looked at eyeballs. So it was more like so like an optometrist is like for glasses. An ophthalmologist uh-huh. is like an eye surgeon. So it's not just like glasses, but oh, like eye disease, wow. different things. So she fancy. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm glad I asked. I'm glad I asked. And even though she was just a tech, I bet she was probably pretty smart. I mean, that seems like it would, it's not just like a normal, like take your vitals and do different things. I wouldn't imagine. Yeah, but, no, that's not, that sounds fucking important to me. Right. Me too. So (laughs) smarter than what I do. So power to you, sister. Uh, She met Jonah Shacknai, who was the founder of a pharmaceutical corporation. So guy has big bucks and she met him through work. So she stopped working after they started dating to spend more time with him, to spend more time with his children. He had three children before meeting her and her sister, she's pretty close with her family. We hear a lot through the research about her family and they spend a lot of time with her. Um, you know, obviously there's been a lot of speak out of them after her death, but her sister really referred to Rebecca as like putting her life on hold during this time. But it seemed like although they lived in this fancy mansion, they did all of these things that life just wasn't really always super easy. So when they got together, like I said, Jonah had three kids from a previous marriage. Two of them were teenagers and one of them was a young son and he was six. His name was Max. So Jonah's two teenage kids did not like Rebecca. She was young. His, her, Their father had already been divorced twice. They weren't a huge fan. So it had gotten, I guess, so bad that Rebecca had told her sisters that she was considering taking a break or ending their relationship just because of the turmoil between them. But Rebecca was really close with Max, the six-year-old. So Max spent a lot of time with them. He lived at, you know, with them for a long period of time. And she was often responsible for his care. So she would take him to his sport practices. They were really close. They got along, you know, really well. He was 
she really became like the con the one constant person in his life, which, you know, you hear so often parents who, and not that there's anything wrong with this, but who run like really big corporations. This guy runs this huge pharmaceutical company, you know, they, he's probably not around a lot. So to have Rebecca there to take him to his practices, take him to and from school, do all of the things that maybe another parent who might be in the home you know, wasn't doing at the time, they really kind of grew to like really love and trust each other. Now, unfortunately, Max had an accident while in Rebecca's care and died, which is what kind of started the events that would also lead to her death as well. And this is all like they were living in a big mansion. Like Amy said, the mansion's name is Spreckles. Yeah. And I feel like we talked about this in the homework episode because to me, and I, I feel like Z, you said that your house also has a name. So yes, the, you house, guys of fire. It, the yes. house of fire. Yes. Yes. I mean, in Spanish, which I pronounced <laughs> in the homework episode and Roberto's so sweet. He like listened to the, the Halloween episode and he's like, your Spanish was great. You just put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllables. And like, <laughs> I just want to do him proud. And I think I said it right in the last episode and I'm not going to say it again because it'll be incorrect this time. <laughs> okay. Well, we won't. But, but to me, I don't know. I, maybe I've just never lived in a fancy enough house that I felt it needed a name, but yeah, they call it the Spreckles mansion. I've seen pictures of the house. I've seen pictures of the mansion. It's enormous it's got yes. like it's like one of those houses with like balconies inside and out it's like but, a real housewives house yes yeah yes. It, it's like the grand the grand entryway you know when they're coming when they're walking mm-hmm. down and do, 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 don't do, do, mess do. with me because I'm the queen of the town <laughs> you know <laughs> as they're yes. like walking down so yes exactly so on July 13th 2011 Rebecca was using the bathroom and Max had fallen from a second floor balcony. At that time, Rebecca's 13-year-old sister, Zena, also happened to be staying at the house with them. So she, according to the sister, she hears Rebecca yelling for help. She comes from, I think she was in the shower. She comes from the shower and finds Rebecca kneeling on the floor with Max. His head was lying in her lap and he was unconscious. So from the scene, there was a crystal chandelier that had been knocked down and there was a scooter on the ground. So potentially maybe he had gone over the balcony on his scooter. No, Amy, I'm about to throw away all my fucking scooters because, man, I have a spot in my house that this could, but how fast was this kid going? Like, geez, Louise. And then, well, this is an older house, though, too. How far away apart are those thingies? Like, uh, what are those, what are they called? The the foyers are like the No, the the banisters, banisters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, how far apart? You know, I don't don't understand. But, you know, and I think about this and as a parent, like my kids do stuff that I don't, I have no idea how you got there. Like, I don't know how you got up into that position. Now, I don't have any like balconies that they could fall from, but also I just, I don't know. Aurora makes everything dangerous. So I can just, you know, we could be sitting in a bubble and she would find a light socket to lick, you know, so I can't. Yeah. Oh man, she must have been so. Could you? This isn't her kid. This is her boyfriend's kid. Right. And, oh my gosh. 
And I feel like whenever I'm watching somebody else's kid, even if it's just like a scraped knee or something else, I oh, yeah. feel so terrible if they mm-hmm. get hurt. Even if it was my own kid and it, like tables were turned, I'd be like, no big deal. Like, it's fine. Kids get hurt. It's okay. Not that the situation is the same. Like, it was pretty serious. But, you know, just when it's not your kid, it feels so much just more devastating at, no matter what the incident yeah. is. Yeah. And, but... man, everybody uses the bathroom. Every right. human uses the bathroom this isn't like she wasn't being it doesn't seem as if she was being neglectful it just seems like she again blinked for a second and Mm -hmm. fuck Ugh! i'm gonna throw away all the scooters i'm gonna bubble bubble wrap my entire goddamn house right and he's six so it's not like you think that's past that right they're old enough to kind of you know you i have a a six almost seven year old like she I can leave her alone for a few minutes and like it's okay but you know accidents happened maybe he thought he could you know who knows who knows what was going through his head who knows what happened but she yells for help Zena comes and calls 911 so listening to the 911 tapes they listened to it during the trial after Rebecca's death there was some confusion I don't know if it was a language barrier issue I don't know if it was that the girl was freaked out she was 13 calling 911 like there's so many things I can think of one time when I was little my brother was laying on the couch and he had a sucker in his mouth and he started to choke. And my mom was yelling, go next door and get help. Like she was, he's, spoiler alert, he's fine. I was probably, I don't know, maybe eight or 10. Like I was pretty young, but all I could, I couldn't get any of the doors open. Like I was so panicked. I was running from the front door to the back door and I couldn't get them opened. So when you're a little kid and somebody tells you, go do this, it's an emergency, like you freak out. It's hard. So who knows what was going through her head? She calls 911. They come to the house. They take Max. He's in critical condition. He's in the hospital for two days. But at this point, everyone kind of still is in the camp of Rebecca kind of saved it. You know, they they got help there right away. Nobody seems to be, there doesn't seem to be a lot of turmoil. Like you did this, it was your fault. Like everybody really truly views this as an accident. And at this point, they're just, they're trying to get him better. You know, he's in really critical condition. He's in the hospital. Max's mom is there. You know, the dad is there 24 hours. And Jonah has a brother named Adam who was, I think he's in Knoxville. Is that accurate? He lives in... I don't know. I know he had to fly into San Diego. So I know he didn't live... Like he, he wasn't cold. local. Yeah, yeah, he was not he local. local. So but I think they... him and... I think the brothers were close though. I mean, yes. and again, it's, it's a nephew. Um, I could definitely see if my, if my brother and sister-in-law, if, 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 if one of their kids was in the hospital, Roberto would hundred percent probably fly to their side. Right. Like right away. So he yes. immediately hears about what's happened and he flies to the hospital. Yes. And that's on the afternoon of July 12th in 2011 and Zahao actually picked him up from the airport and they later joined Jonah for dinner before heading back to Spreckle's mansion and they left Jonah at the hospital so Adam and Zahao are back at the mansion Adam testified that he was heading to the guest house property while Zahao went into excuse me Adam testified that he headed to the guest house and Zahao went into the main house because this is a fucking mansion and apparently there's a house and a goddamn guest house too. That's fine. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, again, everybody else is at the hospital by Max's side where he is in a medically induced coma. On July 13th, the next day, Rebecca was found hanging in Spreckles Mansion literally two days after Max was in the hospital and things, you know, haven't been looking good for them. The only people in the house on the night of Rebecca's death were herself and Adam. Immediately, so, you know, um, immediately it was ruled as a suicide. Jonah said that Rebecca and Adam didn't know each other well, but they were both still very cordial to each other. But you'll see. I have I have some doubts about all that or what kind of a relationship that might have happened that night. Maybe maybe they didn't know each other very well. Maybe they were just super nice, but I mean, spoiler alert, he was found guilty. So at the, at the end of the day, we we know that this wasn't a suicide. Anyways, Adam ended up calling 911 at 6:48 in the morning after Rebecca had died to inform them of her condition. He was quoted, I got a girl hung herself to the emergency operators. He, he proceeded to let them know that he didn't think that she was breathing, but he was performing CPR. So when the officers came, they found the how bound, naked, and gagged. And she was hanging from a rope, which making the scene even weirder, there was this bleak message found in black paint on her bedroom door that said, she saved him. Can you save her? But yet this was ruled as a suicide. Okay. The circumstances of her death led her family to claim foul play, which good on them. Just how, how did you see that door? With that written like that? I don't know. Maybe they thought she had a psychotic break. But that doesn't even make sense. Like, if you have a psychotic break, wouldn't well, it be like, I did this. Like, I, I'm so sorry. I blah. You know, like, I, know I don't that, like, know. Because remember the video from um, Eliza Lamb in the elevator mm-hmm. when, you know, she had had, like, her mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. And she was doing all sorts of fucking weird ass shit. Yeah. I, I, I mean, mean, people do. And this is, I mean, she's grieving. This boy she's been taking care of at this point is in very critical condition in the hospital. Yeah, I'm like, just trying to put us in the headspace that maybe they were in so we could see why it would be. But at the end of the day, just that to me does not scream suicide. I, again, unless they thought that she had some psych, sort of like psychotic break, but. But I don't remember reading anything that was like, she had a history of mental, not that like one person can't have one psychotic break, but. No, I didn't read anything about that either. All I saw in any of the reports about her was that she was like kind and happy and like she was religious. So she was very into her faith and everything like that. And so family thinks that this is foul play, which is, you know, good on them. Um, They stated that she behaved completely normally the day before her death. And the detectives determined that she had committed suicide initially, but in 2018, a jury found her boyfriend's brother, Adam, liable in her death. Zahal's death would change the family forever, and her sister believes it caused their dad's death two years later. She said that he died from a broken heart. Family had a lawsuit, actually, in 2020 because they felt... The sheriff only made public those investigating records supporting the conclusion that her death was a suicide, where they believed that she was murdered. And they're like, you're not publishing all the facts here. Like, you're only publishing it so it fits your narrative. 
There was a second lawsuit that the family filed um, against the sheriff stating that though the records that were made public were only those supporting the agency's conclusion that the house death was a suicide because the family believes that she was murdered. And that was also found in their favor. Just to kind of recap this whole situation, and we're going to kind of break down some of the weird that happened in this case. So Rebecca was watching her boyfriend's son, Max, who had an accident at the house. Accident was purely ruled an accident. This type of thing happens all the time. Doesn't make it any better. Doesn't make it any less sad. But as it happened, um, he is still in the hospital. Rebecca comes home. Uh, Adam, who is Jonah's brother, who Jonah's the boyfriend, Adam comes to stay with them. He's staying in the guest house. She's staying inside the house, Spreckles Mansion. That night, allegedly, they part ways. They go to bed. She, He wakes up the next morning, and she is hanging from the balcony outside her window. So, like, outside the home. Now, it's not like they just live on a regular street, so it's not like people are, like, driving by. He sees it. He calls, he allegedly, calls 911. And he says, I have a girl. She's hanging, and I'm doing CPR. They come out. They rule the death of suicide. So a lot of weird things happening in this case. Jonah claims that Adam and Rebecca didn't really know each other. Now, you had mentioned you didn't fully either believe that. Talk more words about that. What are your thoughts on that? Um, No, even if just because you don't know somebody really well doesn't mean you can't hate them. Mm, okay. Just also maybe maybe they didn't know each other really well, but maybe all the things that he knew about her, he did not like. Maybe he just had some, maybe on the two interactions that they had previously, like it's it's really not fair for him to be like, well, they didn't know each other that well. Okay, well, he still fucking murdered her. So something something had to have happened that night too. Like what right. happened? And Was he just so upset about about max that he decided to fucking kill her which okay but like no not okay that's not a crime of passion like you you weren't like why did you do this and you accidentally like choked her not that that's a real Mm -hmm. accident don't put your hands on people but you get what i'm saying like it this seems like it was very premeditated or he at least tried to i don't know he had the wherewithal to put to spray paint her door or I feel like part of her interest was, though, to not to dismiss that he, like, spray-painted her door, but I feel like she did painting. Like, she was, like, an artist of some kind, so there may have been paint in her room. Not to say that that it wasn't, like, unaccessible in the house, but, like, maybe she had some stuff around. Another thing is, if I had, if this was one of my siblings, and there was a person who was in my nephew's life that I didn't know, and maybe I've heard things about this person. She's clearly a lot younger than he than Jonah is. So maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't like her. Maybe he didn't trust what was going on. And maybe he got angry, then freaked out and tried to cover it up with this weird bondage suicide tactic. Which, where does that even come? Like, that is such a strange thing. Like... If I'm going to hang myself, I'm not going to bound and gag myself naked. I can't. I, how How would you? How are you going to do that? And if I'm going to kill myself, and maybe this is my body insecurities coming out, I, I'm not going to. I don't want somebody to find me naked, especially no. hanging. Like, no, 
That's no. Sh- I'm going to wear some clothes. Right. And why would you, it just seems, so the, obviously they did a lot of research about the way her body was found, how she was found, the, the bindings that like held her hands and her feet together were number one, not something that she could have done by herself. And number two, Adam, I know now like he's like a tugboat operator. Like he had, he does like nautical stuff. So like knots are a big nautical thing. And I know when they were talking about retrying or figuring it out, like that was a lot of the things that they did some research on as well. That's all crazy. And, and okay. Another thing just to like add on to, to the Adam thing, his fingerprints and DNA were not found on her or in the room where she was hanging. Adam said that he gave her CPR after he cut her body down from the balcony. And yet his DNA is nowhere. How? So let's say, let's play this out. So let's say that even if he finds, he, he kills her, but his, his MO is I'm going, I've cut her down. I'm doing CPR. I've cut her down. Like she's clear. If he, if he's saying he cut her down, clearly then she's not still hanging when the police get there. Even if he didn't do CPR because he knows that she's dead, there would still be, I mean, you would have to touch her body at some point if you're getting her, if you're cutting her down. So the fact that they're saying that they didn't find his DNA on her at all is suspect. But also the fact that he said he gave her CPR, like, I don't know if you've ever ever tried to to give give. somebody CPR, but like your hands are all over everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's your hair is going to be on them. All sorts of, yeah, there's going to be some DNA evidence if he actually, in fact, cut her down and performed CPR on her. Yes. Yeah, we just know that she, that law enforcement found it to at first be a suicide, then that got overturned, and that Adam's guilty. That's what we know. But he was never, like, he's not in jail. Uh, Yeah, I don't. Like, he was never convicted. No? No. I mean, I, I didn't run across that, so that, but that sounds so wrong. Like, I don't, how did, what? That does that doesn't even make sense. That's not math. That's not right. law. I mean, how how do you fucking kill somebody and then you don't like he was found to be like they said he did it. Law enforcement, the police. The police said that he did it. How come he's not why he no jail? I don't know. That's an excellent question. It, he was found responsible for her death. In 2018, he was oh, yeah, found right. responsible for her death, but there was no, didn't serve any jail time. In Spreckles Mansion, just up there ordering caviar and cheersing with champagnes. <laughs> no, that's just, that's very upsetting. Yeah. That's very upsetting. I don't understand how that's, I don't, I don't, my brain, yeah, does not like that. Okay, so here, it was because it was a civil trial. So, so the trial found him responsible for the death, but because it was a civil trial, there um, there aren't any criminal charges. So he won't face any criminal charges and he can't be sentenced to prison. Then why did they do that? Why didn't they? Because of the evidence, the DNA evidence didn't have, there was no... <sighs> His DNA evidence was not on her body, so they couldn't criminally charge him, which seems messed up. 
And what I don't understand too is that what kind of power does this family hold or this for like, maybe it's Jonah, maybe it's his family. I don't know. What kind of fan, what kind of power do they hold that like, they're able to keep all of these things out of the courts or like, who are they friends with that wiped his DNA from her or didn't wipe his DNA at all and just said, well, we didn't it's even not check. On there. We didn't even, it's not even, we don't have any, we don't have any proof messed up. But also the other thing, here's, here's another thing about the hanging. So let's say it was some sort of a, he's, he's upset with her there. The, why the naked? Like why? That's why a lot of people think that it, there, it, it was that who there might've been some tor- sort of sexual assault that happened before. Um, but then I didn't see anything that stated that, but also again, who do they know that could have, or I mean, he got away with killing her. So maybe he could have gotten away with sexually assaulting her as well. I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting it past this man. And I feel like she was 32. So she was younger, you know, she wasn't like young, young, but she was 32. I don't know how old the husband was. Let's see. So he was born in 57. Oh, he's my parents age almost. I mean, yeah. five years he's older than, than my, my parents. parents. He's older than my parents. So if he's 50, if he's 64 oh, now. No, he's older than my parents too, actually. I was thinking, yes, I did math. I can't, I can't. My brain today isn't functioning. Yeah, that's crazy. So he's if he's 64 now, he's 67 now. And that this happened, what, two, three, four years ago-ish? This was uh, in 2011 that she died. Oh, so so ten years ago. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Um, so she would be third. She would be t- forty three. So they're like twenty something years apart. Twenty five years. Right. So you've got this woman who's dating your brother, who's half of his age, and I don't know. She's like a model, and she's really beautiful. And he sees her, and he I don't know is jealous. Feels like he women or property and he tries to like make out with her or something and she says no and he gets mad and like pieces out of there so he was born in 64 so he was I mean he's a considerable amount older than she is maybe he sees her as this like hot young thing and it didn't go the way he had wanted and he kills her because not only is she dealing with the fact that this kid died in her care, who's also like a child to her now, like, cause that's the farthest thing from her mom, you know, like that's not, he, she wants to make sure this kid is okay. Not have sex with some gross old dude. I don't know. Just this whole thing. I don't, I just really wish that he would say what happened because at this point it's not like he can go to jail for it. So why doesn't he just. Right. He's the only one that knows. Or, I mean, if he did it, which I, I think he did, but he's the only one that knows. If he didn't do it, they would have probably found evidence of somebody like breaking and entering and all sorts of things. Or and, tried other... to, and why didn't they try to pin it on somebody else? Like, that's what I don't understand is like, there was no evident DNA evidence on her at all from anyone. That yeah, I didn't think of it like that. Weird. Oh, man. I don't know. It's very yeah. upsetting. I do think it's bizarre that he never came out and he never admitted it. He still to this day says he doesn't, he didn't do it. Now it does appear that he, I mean, his brother is like 
rich, but I don't know that he, he's like a tugboat operator in Memphis. Like he doesn't either, well, he doesn't have any money now because he had to give it all to the Zahal family. But I mean, it's not like he has this, like, he's not like a rich corporation thing. And like, I wonder about his relationship with his brother at this point. Like, do they still even have a relationship? I don't know the answer to that. If you killed Roberto, I don't think I would be your friend. We're not, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not sisters, but I don't think it depends. I mean, did I ask you to? Because then we might be better friends. Right. But if I didn't ask you to, right. then no, I don't think I, I just. Not. Yeah, I don't know. Even if it was like suspected I don't know that my relationship with a sibling would be like we're cool it's fine it's fine it's not like he just like called her a bitch at like Christmas or something you know like right if Wesley accidentally somehow my little brother if he accidentally somehow killed Roberto like I don't know they were at a shooting range and something happened or I don't I don't know I don't know yeah circumstances yeah I don't know if I could look at him anymore you know yeah it just, or like if there was a driving accident and you want to just be all chill about it and stuff, but I mean, I don't understand how they could still be friends after he was found guilty. But it seems like Jonah was like defending him though by telling people and consistently saying, oh, they didn't really know each other that well. Like it, and then he, it never, he never came out publicly afterwards. Like, oh, I'm shocked. So that kind of feels like he's like, oh, I don't making light of it or. I don't know. It all is. And the other thing that makes me sad about this case and so many others like it is there clearly something happened in this case. Clearly something happened. And the, um, the initial verdict was well she killed herself wait a second who's looking at this who's looking at this and truly thinking like that's a lady that killed herself like not and I'm not talking about her demeanor I'm not saying mental health does a lot of things to people there could definitely have been an instance where she was just over stricken with grief and like felt like she was responsible for the death of this kid but like the way her, her hands and found, feet wouldn't situation, be bound right yeah like there are a million ways that she could have killed herself. And this is not probably going to be the choice that she makes, especially the way that her hands were tied and her legs were tied and she was naked. Like that's, and the the note on the door, like there's just so many things that if I was an investigator, that wouldn't be my like, yep, this is, this is the first thing I'm going to go with. Logistically, the hands tied. How did, how did she tie her own hands? Just, I, I mean, yes, you can, sense. I guess you can kind of tie your, uh, but then again, why? And then how are you going to get up on the balcony? I mean, ag- unless you're running and then are, are, is she, is she really into, she was a health nut, but like, is she a fucking track star? Can she, right. is she a but she bullet? can't run. She's her feet are bound. Yeah. So yeah. even if she could hop her way to the edge, like there, it's just, it's un, it's illogical. It's illogical. And the fact that that was like, yes, this is my final answer. This is what I'm going to go with. Get out of here, man. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. So while I feel happy that they were able to kind of find Adam responsible for her death, the fact that it even got to that point is sickening. Like, it's just, what is wrong? This Just the system, man. 
It's, I don't, I will never understand. You've got cases like this where it clearly does not make any sense. And then, I mean, you shouldn't be allowed to kill somebody and just walk around. Right. 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 Even if it wasn't a criminal court, like even if it was just civil court, unless it's in self-defense all, all, all about that. You do, you do what you do to keep yourself safe, to keep your family sure. safe in, sure. in bad situations when, and if you have to, but yeah, you don't need to just go casually dropping people over balconies. Like that's not, that's not something that I, I want to, I don't want to be shopping in the grocery store next to somebody who's capable of something like that, which I guess we never know what people are really capable of. But does he know. show up on like the red dot list or what, you know, the sex offender list or no, probably not either. So you no. could be living next door to him and you wouldn't yeah. even know that he fucking killed somebody. Yeah, that's terrifying. It's just, I heard something the other day that was like, you know, our system isn't broken. Like it's, it's working the way it's supposed to. It's just not protecting the right people. And I 100% believe that, that, you know, if you have a lot of money, if you have certain connections, if your skin is a certain color, there are certain things that come along with that privilege and the system is set to protect people like that and I hate that and I hate that that's the case and like although Rebecca was like this beautiful you know kind person she was also a person of color like she was an immigrant she was not from America and so maybe there was some prejudice happening in the case there where like she's just here and maybe she was labeled as like a gold digger and somebody who's just going to take you know looking to take his money but doesn't mean you get to kill her I yeah well I think we're about ready to to wrap it up what do you say Amy I think so too I think that this is a case where we didn't really get I mean, we have, I think we have our answer. I just think we don't have the the ending that. I'm not satisfied with it. That maybe yeah. we wanted. I hate that he's walking around, but you know, here we are. But thanks for coming in and hanging out with us. We have a fun episode ahead of us next time. So send us an email if you have any suggestions at cursewordsandcrayons at gmail.com. Hit us up over on our Instagram account at cursewordsandcrayons. Or you can find us at our Patreon as well, which we would love for you to join. We have a Discord group. It's fun. We're fun. You love us. It's a great way that you can show your support for as little as $1 a month. And don't even tell me that you would miss that $1 a month coming out of your bank account. Let's be. Come on. I mean, just somebody might. But, like, just on a normal, I'm talking about, like, a normal, you know, if you're struggling, um, sending you some love. Jokes aside, I know financial struggles. It can be hard. But, yeah, we'll be we'll be back next time um, with more of a lighthearted episode. So, Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.